Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks, with a few hours of preparation, the party puts on the puppet show designed to fool the giants into believing a red dragon is threatening their lives. The ploy seems to work. Kind of. Most of the giants flee from the fearsome beast, but some charge their mortal enemy in anger. With five hill giants chasing down an injured Travancore and another eight lumbering towards what they think is a dragon in the trees, the party must act quickly or face their wrath. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, aka Obocrazy. I'm drinking Pyramid. I've got a 40 because My God. we're going into initiative hey, to start look, off you too. with. Yay! Hey. I've got the uh, Brewer's Reserve, which I've had before, the Imperial Porter, because it was delicious and because. Hey, we're going to start off in initiative, and so I figured I'd start off with a giant beer. Also, if I'm really lucky, my husband will hand me some of these Girl Guide cookies that he got. Actual girl, girl Guide. Gu girl, Canada. Yeah. Canada. girl Guides of Canada. So not Girl Scouts, Girl Guides of Canada. Boo. Although that's, Boo, I say. Yeah. Hey, Boo I'm, that I'm, man. No, Girl Guides. They're awesome, just like Girl Scouts. Your future uh, yeah. daughters might be a part of that group. Bernie, what are you drinking and what, what cookies are you eating? I had chocolate cake earlier and I'm not eating any cookies, but I still have the new Belgium Tartastic because it's a lemon ginger sour, which basically means it is Bernie's essence in a beer. Tart and sour and gingery and so good and it's been humid all day. And so this is like amazing. It's the, the perfect thing. Mm. And, and Bernie can use all of the inspiration that she can get. Carlton, what are you drinking? I've also got a big old, big old bottle of beer. Uh, and this big old bottle of beer is the Clown Shoes Brewery Arch Druid, which is a red ale aged in iris whiskey barrels. And it is delicious and vaguely DMD. Well, it's actually very DD themed, just not my character themed. And I'm going to drink it right now. What would an Arch Druid, what does that mean? Like, it's a level 20 druid. Yeah, unlimited wild shapes and a fuck ton of nature. And pretty much. Almost as close to immortal as you can get. Yes. You at level 18 as a druid, you age every 10 years, you only age one year. Why did I not choose a druid? So if you pick like something like an elf, you'll literally live for like forever. You kind of can. Yeah. Now all classes and all races get something, get a lot of pretty epic things once you get to level 18, 19 and 20. Uh, but yes, if you reach arch druid, it's, it's some pretty amazing stuff. Travancore. What are you drinking? Hello, enablers. The Viceroy's choice this evening is a bit different this time around. As I draw closer to a family milestone, it occurs to me that I might need my wits about me at any given time for any reason. That said, for the foreseeable future, I will be abstaining from alcohol. This week's choice is none other than Canada Dry, an effervescent choice, and relevant and, and drink-related a little bit, because in the seminal graphic novel The Dark Knight Returns, Bruce Wayne spent years pretending to drink champagne, but was drinking ginger ale the whole time. So, mm. I'm Batman. All right, well, we'll give you some time to go get a champagne flute to pour that in. I got some mad respect <laughs> for that. That's really great. That's, like, such a thinking way to do it. I also like the fact that we had that whole discussion about ginger ale 
last episode because I had that the ginger beer. And so we were talking about all the different ginger ales. And that's like one of the two that we came up with was Canada Dry. So there we go. Hmm. You, you are drinking something very appropriate. And finally, Jonathan, what are you drinking? It's Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular. Tonight, I am returning to an old, old favorite, an orange boozicle. It is orange juice and whipped vodka. Cheers. Mm. I keep thinking of Susical the Musical. See, now I kind of want to go read. I, I want to do this entire episode in like Susical rhyme. It would make absolutely no sense, but be kind I'm of I'm going to fuck it up I in the first 30 like seconds. I do not like hill dragons say. and ham. I do not like them. Bernie, I am. <laughs> Thontorvac, I, I am. Thontorvac. All right. So... Those that listened last week, and thank you for listening, will remember that at the very end of the episode, we rolled initiative because the the giants that were charging towards all of you got basically within range of a lot of things. And so we all rolled initiative to make sure that uh, it was fair about who got to go when and where. And so with those initiatives in mind, Jonathan actually won initiative uh if i have the correct thing going on which is surprising considering last week travancore was unable to roll anything except 20s and ones and he is a a dexy beast as we like to say oh my god i just saw your giant layout that's so many giants <laughs> well yes yeah, so i had to e expand the map a little bit here so that we could get everything in in order because as i said the main party that was pretending to be the giants are in the forest right now behind their group of traps you'll see two circles on the map the uh if you'll remember when travancore and shadow were digging pit traps I believe it was Travancore rolled the natural 20 that time and dug kind of a massive pit trap and Shadow was able to make a slightly smaller one. Carlton put a whole bunch of uh, spikes in the ground, basically covering about 30 feet between these two pit traps and a swinging log trap. And then down the hill are eight hill giants charging towards you guys. Meanwhile, Travancore is about, he's actually further than that's listed on the map. He's about, um, I think it was 150 feet away, and he's got five hill giants chasing him. So I believe Bernie's on Coco Snoot. Jonathan and Travancore are on their horses. Carlton and Shadow are on the ground shaking trees. So now that we've been updated on everything, let's roll right into what could be a very quick or a long combat. I don't know. Jonathan, you get to go first. All right. What would you like to do? Uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular, as you remember, has a mage hand up in the sky w holding a stick with two lights on, on each end to simulate the dragon eyes. Uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to cast this gaze over to the group of giants on the left. The ones further north. As, the fur as ones further north, say. yes. And sure. then he's going to try and once again make a small red bead appear out of the middle of the eyes and it's going to detonate right in the middle of those four all right so they need to make dexterity dexterity saving, saving throws let me let me make those rolls first before you roll the damage and i need i need burn i i need peggy the skylar dragon to sell how angry she is at this particular group of giants uh when it's her turn <clears throat> oh when it's my turn okay 
I'll say as long as Bernie, as long as all your your thaumaturgy is still going at this point, I'll let you say one sentence right now since rounds are six seconds. So essentially, this is all kind of happening at the same time. So as Jonathan casts this fireball and I roll a bunch of dexterity saving throws, what would the dragon like to say? I have a line from a movie in my head and I don't know, don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I don't know what movie. I just know the line from a movie. It has nothing to do. All right. We're going to reference, we're going to reference Scooby-Doo and the Boo Brothers, a childhood favorite of mine. Where a fake Confederate general ghost tries to get Shaggy and Scooby and Scrappy-Doo, is in this one, to leave the inheritance, which obviously Shaggy inherited, because there's treasure. And he goes, leave this place! Leave this place! Okay. All right. With that being said, Jonathan, what is your uh, spell save DC? 16. Okay, so one of them succeeds. The Actually, the, the very northern one, so kind of the one on the edge of your fireball, actually succeeds. Don't they have a negative to this? They do, but so he rolled a 16. Oh, God. Which, yes, so I got a 16, a 9, a 15, and a all 6. Right. So one of them will take half damage. Make it Go hurt. Ahead and they do all get hurt. Jeez, not bad. And you can't re-roll any of it. Nope, don't need to. It's all good. It's all good. So how much damage is that? 35. It's all good. Nice. Man. Watching that. From that play in Waterdeep. Oh, yeah. It's a great play. It's a, I don't usually like prequel plays, but this one's really good. It's a very good prequel play. I can see it going on for a couple of uh, days. All right. So one of them, basically the one on the edge of your fireball manages to almost fall out of the way and only take half damage. The rest of them are just... <gasps> engulfed in your flames and the ones that took full damage they look super hurt because all of these guys have been hit by your fire at least once and so they're they're looking pretty rough but they're they're still standing that was your action what else would you like to do i'm gonna start moving back because i don't want to get charged here so let's see i i get Bojack horse horse to move back. Uh, let's let's go a little bit this way. Thirty feet that back. Thirty. Okay. All right. And anything else? That's it. Carlton, it's your turn. The last thing you had done was crack the bottom of a tree. Didn't quite make it fall over the way you wanted, but you made a, a significant crack. You've got shadow next to you. What would you like to do? Uh, I think we're foing, so uh, I will continue to like put debris in the way to slow their roll. And then I will mount a uh, horsey McHorse face. Okay, so you're going to try to knock over one more tree before you leave? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a strength check. Unskilled strength. Okay. Come on, yeah. daddy. 18. All right. Yeah, you're able to knock over one more tree. It's, you kind of knock it in the path of what you think these giants are. Decent-ish sized tree. You're not sure if it'll, uh, how much it'll block their path, but it's something else they'll have to climb over. I'm going to assume you had Horsey McHorse face of, of Horsington near you. It'll take half your movement to mount yeah. your horse. I would say probably within 15 feet, 15 feet to get up and then the horse movement to get over closer to Jonathan. Okay, so 15 feet closer to Jonathan and, and back, I assume. Yeah. Well, I'm saying uh, the horse was probably within 15 feet of me. It's 15 feet for me to climb up. I still have a little bit of movement, but the horse has all of his movement. So I should be able to... 
kind of. I mean, this right. is technically your turn. That's fine. Um, right, I'll be there. Uh, yeah. And then I'll so I'll I'll let you go a little bit further back. Hey, we'll, we'll say to there. You don't get the full movement so, on the horse, but you get some. All right. Anything else? Um, really wish I had. A, uh, I do have a saddle. I'm good. I'm good. All right. It is some of the giants' turn. So the ones that actually just took the brunt of Jonathan's fireball are going to roll some dice. Give me a second. Interesting. Okay, so this fireball goes off and it engulfs the area and these giants. And the three of them that were in the center of this blast that didn't manage to dodge out of the way, take some horrific damage. And you see them actually, all three of them kind of skid to a stop. And they haven't, they're not going to move this round. They're kind of almost frozen in uncertainty, whether they want to continue to go forward or a couple of them are actually kind of eyeing the the woods off to the north that some of their comrades had come towards. The one that dodged out of the way, however, is really pissed and is going to continue to go forward. And he's going to go, he's going to get to there. He's going to reach into the ground, pull out a rock. And Jonathan, you're still holding up the eyes, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's actually going to make what he thinks is an attack the dragon. Okay. Which would be the eyes that you are holding over your head. So I'm going to say that essentially what he's attacking is you, but with disadvantage. Okay. I was going to say, or you can try to roll between the two of us since we're close enough. Well, he definitely is aiming for the eyes. The eyes. And since Jonathan is the one that's, that's holding the eyes, he's technically making an attack on Jonathan, even though he doesn't know it, but he will be doing this at disadvantage. He pulls a giant rock out of the ground and actually. A giant with a giant. It falls short. Giant. Oh, uh, well, hold on. I need to double check this. Oh, actually. <laughs> Yeah, he pulls a rock out of the ground and hurls it towards Jonathan, and it lands kind of about 50-ish feet in front of you, Jonathan, but you could see that it was angled towards where, if he had a bit more heft behind this rock, it would have actually hit those eyes. Bernie, tell it it sucks! You suck! You suck! And that's all they're going to do. It is Bucks's turn. Now, Bucks is currently riding on Travancore's shoulder. What would you like Bucks to do? Bucks is going gonna, is gonna to just hold on. And he's going to... He is going to hoot out a charge. He's going to hoot, 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 hoot. I don't know. I, we I'm would not have sure. also accepted hooty hoo. Uh, I'm not sure. Bucks, is, Bucks isn't sure what to do since... Uh, it, he's not within 100 feet of me, right? He is like 150, 200 feet away from you. Okay. I, Bucks is, Bucks probably saw my last fireball go off. And oh, yes. it, he's Everyone probably did. been keeping track. So he, he figures I'm out. So since he can't be my artillery spotter anymore, he's just going to stick, he's going to hold on to Travancore and, uh, and just, and put his wings out and maybe try and give Travancore a little bit of lift. He's going to be a spoiler for Travancore. Guide him to our uh, location. 
Yeah, yeah. He'll actually angle his wings a little bit to towards in us. In case, like, we get separated. Okay. Does he want to do... He could technically do the help action. Uh, sure. He will He will aid Travancore in his next check. Okay. Oh, cool. So, Thanks, so if you tell me what you're going to do when you when it comes around to you, if you do a check, and I'll let you know how Bucks helps. Oh, okay. Should I let you know now or just when my turn comes up? When, you, when your turn comes around. Okay, cool. If you decide to just keep riding, there's no check that's going to be involved. But if you decide to do something else, uh, Bucks is there. And depending on what you do, he might be able to help. So we'll, we'll say he's holding his action for the moment. But okay. he's going to continue to grip Travancore as you guys flee from these giants. With that... The other group of four giants that were charging up the hill towards you guys get to go. Give me a moment as they need to make some checks. Okay. Uh, one of them seeing the fireball off to the right engulf his comrades skids to a halt and is kind of staring at the bloodied giants to his right in kind of wide-eyed terror, but three others continue to push forward. Are they intelligent enough to see that the rock from their comrade failed? Oh, there is a question. No, no, they are not. Oh, no, (laughs) they are stupid dumb. So the three of them, seeing their comrade throw a rock at the dragon and not having any idea that it was a bad idea, are also going to pick up rocks and throw them at the dragon, except they are still well out of the range. They think that they're a lot closer to a large dragon and fail miserably. So three more heavy rocks. Bernie, they actually kind of fall behind you. Doosh, 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 landing in the the soil behind you. One of them crashes into a tree on the way, throwing splinters in the air. It's kind of scary and they are much closer now are they how close are they uh well they stopped there to throw their rocks so about 85 90 feet away kind of scary but it doesn't hurt you in any way what would you like to do um bernie's gonna use command okay she's gonna use it as a level three spell and she's going to command the three things that just threw shit at her to flee. Okay. And I, they must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Please tell me these fuckers are not wise. Do you command them in the uh, dragon voice? Yes. So all of this is awesome except for the fact that the range is 60 feet. Oh, damn it. And the you closest one is 85. Feet. So you can do this if you want to move closer to them. Now you only need to move up a little bit. I will move up the minimum amount. You need to move up 30 feet in order to be able to get all three of them. Uh, What's your movement on Coco Snoot? I think it's more, but I keep losing Coco Snoot's sheet of paper, which I shouldn't admit to. (laughs) Well, I'd rather have you admit to it and then we could get you a new sheet of paper. I have my like Coco Snoot thing where I wrote everything down and then I put it God knows where. His speed is 40 feet, so you could move up 30 feet, cast command, and then move back 10. That sounds like a plan. All right. So against your better judgment, you move closer to these giants, casting command as soon as they are within the the requisite distance. And it's a wisdom saving throw? Yes. All right. Oh, so we'll do They've been doing so bottom. shittily, and now it's gonna... Uh, nope. 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 
Nope. And nope. Yes. <laughs> Lots of no's. Bless Bay. As if the the natural one wasn't bad enough. Uh, their wisdom is also in the negative. So all three of them are uh, fail this check, and so you command them to flee. Flee this place! I am Angelica, the Skylar Dragon, and I command you leave this place. And they basically just run as far away from me as they can possibly get. So on their next turn, they will do that. So that is these three need to flee. Any and then you are going to move back the ten I'm feet. I'm assuming. Back ten feet. Yeah, yeah, I was. And then anything else? Um, no, no. I'm just going to prepare for the world of hurt that last thing is going to put on me if you fuckers don't kill it. <laughs> All right, Travancore, it is your turn. You are still. Probably about three rounds away from your companions. You've still got a bevy of giants behind you, but you get to go before them. Okay. I'm in the woods at this point, right? Like, I'm in the clear. Yes, you are. You entered about 10 feet into the southern woods and have made the turn and have gone up the hill of the woods. So you're basically on the same north-south axis as your friends, but you are still, as I said, probably about 150 200 feet away from them, you're still pretty far away. Alright, I'd like to do a perception check to see if there's a path where me and Kutira can get through pretty easily, fairly easily, at top speed, but for the giants, because they're so much bigger, it would be very difficult, they'd have to sleep slow down. Sure, go ahead and roll a perception check. And I think I have help from, from Bucks, so the be advantage. If that's what Bucks would like to help you on... Uh, Bucks it looks at you, and um, how would he help with perception? He could fly up and scout out the roof. I guess he'll he'll cast about. He'll he'll okay. He'll plant himself on your head, so he'll kind of fly up, land okay. on your head, and then if he see he he starts casting about, and if he sees something, he's gonna scratch your head. Okay, and I have the ability where I can communicate with animals to some extent. So I mean, I at least get bucks a little bit. Yeah, you kind of you get the idea basically as you as you peer before you and behind you and you're gauging the landscape bucks recognizes what you're doing and as he attempts to use his perception to help you um you you kind of you understand what he's at least trying to do even if you don't get the same words that jonathan would and so yeah go ahead and uh, roll that with advantage okay oh 15 (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right There isn't a clear path per se. However, the giants are going to have difficulty moving through the spotty trees no matter where you go. And it's less about uh, difficult terrain. So the forest isn't necessarily going to slow them down. But certainly at this distance and in the trees, it's going to be harder for them to keep an eye on you. So hopefully you could move in such a way. You think you could move in such a way that maybe you would get out of their their sight also it would yeah they could bob and weave also it'd be incredibly difficult for them to throw anything at you so while you can't see a, a path itself just being in the forest in general is going to help you Okay, fair enough. Um, in that case, I continue to move top speed in a beeline towards Bucks. I assume at this point he's directing me towards the rest of the party. Uh, yeah, so you and you know where they are. So okay. you full speed on your horse get to the point that you are on the map at this moment. 
Yep. Um, you've seen this fireball go off. You see some of the giants kind of having this weird reaction to it and where they're either double double guessing themselves. And uh, you are done. It is Shadow's turn. What would you like Shadow to do? All right. Uh, Shadow, seeing his hero, uh, Carlton, trying to push down some trees, is going to look for a smaller tree to try and knock down to slow these giants down. Sure. Go ahead and roll a strength check. Strength check? Oh, boy. Yeah. I hope your bear's uh, Shadow, good at that shit. Better than Travancore, at least. Let's see. <laughs> 19. Oh, yeah. Carlton, you watch as Shadow, he had been making noises this whole time, basically being Foley while you had knocked down these trees. And then you got on your horse and backed away. And Shadow, knowing that blocking this path is going to help you guys in in this moment before he also backs away, slams himself into a, a large tree and knocks it on over, uh, also joining the the one that you would knock down into this path. And now for sure, there's going to be a little bit of difficult terrain if they, they come through the woods here and also just makes this, this racket in the woods. So he absolutely knocks down a tree. And then uh, anything else? All right, Shadow's going to use uh, pretty much all of his movement to get out of Dodge, get as close to Carlton as possible. So and what's his movement? Is, let's see. I whistled a bear buddy to get him over to me. 40 feet. Would you like him to pass Carlton or stay near Carlton? Let him like be like near Carlton, like right right above him on the, on the grid. All right, because that's only going to take about half his movement. Yeah, that's fine. Finally, the giants that are chasing you, and by you I mean the giants that are chasing a Travancore. Hey, guys, remember that time when we were like, yeah, let's piss off, like, 50 giants. It's only, like, 32. Well, to be fair, we've gotten rid of we've gotten rid of a bunch. Yeah. Three of we them did. are going to continue to chase you. Yeah, I mean, more than half of the giants that were in this group, un- unless there's a ton more somewhere that you don't know about, uh, you were informed that there were about 32 in this group, and more than half of them have now fled to the north. And while you don't know if they'll ever return, you don't know what they're doing out there, they have at least fled the immediate area. Three of the ones that are following you, Travancore, are going to continue to charge towards you and basically follow you. The other two are going to use their regular movement and then they're going to try to throw rocks at you. But you are you are within 240 feet. So they are going to actually try to hit you with rocks with disadvantage. Okay. So you've got two rocks incoming. However, the first one throws a rock and I'm pretty sure a 10 does not hit you. Nope. Uh, but the second one does a 20 hit you. Yeah. That's that'll do it. All that'll, right, that'll hit me. Oh lord, you're gonna get bowled over by a uh, rock. That is twenty five bludgeoning damage. Oh god. Well, yeah, shit. that's uh, yeah. The first one lands pretty far away from you. The second one, um, as you turn back to keep charging away, slams into your back, almost knocking you off your horse. You're able to hold on. You have six health. Okay, so you are still alive, so you do yeah, hold on. You are not knocked off the horse, however, oh, it it knocks you hardcore. And that ends their turn. We're back at the top of the round. Jonathan, it is your turn. All right, so, so we still have this bevy of giants incoming then. Seems so. You've got several of them that still seem to be intent on charging you, and several more that are maybe second-guessing what they want to do, but you're unsure. Okay. 
So I am going to, let me just check the range on Scorching Ray because they're going to get scorched. So of the giants, you said that this one here looked like he was still pissed off and these, these guys are not sure. So the ones that have moved forward, the, the four that have kind of continued to charge forward, all of them still seem pissed off. The northernmost one has been hit by two of your fireballs and seems to be the most hurt out of all of them. But he was also the one that managed to take half damage. So of the ones that have hung back a little bit, those are the ones that are the most hurt. The ones that have continued to charge forward are, they're looking to hurt. And especially the northernmost one is is maybe limping a little bit, but they all seem to be angry. And 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 Bernie commanded these three, right? Uh yes, Bernie commanded the bottommost three, the southernmost three that are closest to her. Okay. So the only one at the moment that would be close to your range that hasn't I will say that you know that Bernie commanded those three, that she probably recognized what she was doing. So you would understand that those three are assumably going to flee. And so the only one closest to you at the moment who's not going to flee is the, the northernmost one. Okay, so let's do this. Let's ride up 15 feet and okay. I am going to Scorching Ray, the northernmost one who seems... We're going to make an example out of this fucker. So we're going to try and Scorching... We're going to send all three rays at him. Okay, and those are attacks? Those are attacks. So All let's, right. let's roll some attacks. Uh, that's going to be an 11. That will not hit. So it's dark, it's hard to see, even 18? with the goggles. 18 will hit. And 19. And 19 will hit. So the, right. the first one goes wide as you kind of gauge distances, but the other two slam into this giant. Okay, let's read. That one becomes a two, and so he's going to take 13 more fire damage. All right. Did uh, Bucks alert you to what just happened to Travancore? He's still too far He's away. He's too far away. Oh, uh, Bucks is too far so away. So Bernie wouldn't know that Travancore is dying? At this point, Travancore should probably... Well, Travancore can take care of himself. Yeah. He, he knows not to stick around. I got an ace up my sleeve. Bernie, okay. uh, if you want to on your turn, you could roll a perception check to try to view Travancore. But at this moment, he is he is like 150 feet away and is riding quickly. And the, the one giant that hit him, it's not like Jonathan's fireballs, which light up the area and are very obvious, or even these firebolts. Uh, so two of them slam into this giant, and he now looks as hurt as his brethren. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, nope. I yell at Bernie. All right, let's see if we can get this one to run, too. Just just be angry at it. All right. Leave this place. Leave this place. That's all I've got right now. I'm sorry. I did figure out what movie the quote was coming from. It was oh. The Nightmare Before Christmas when Oogie Boogie gets upset and he's like, you try to make a dupe out of me? I don't uh, know. That was all that was in my head, and I had to scramble. And yeah, that has nothing happened. to do with being a dragon. But, like, I can imagine Oogie Boogie had a pretty good dragon voice. I would imagine, yeah. That I mean, that was that was pretty scary. Carlton, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, can I perceive if uh, I know I heard the smack of a rock against Travancore's soft skull? Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. It's my soft back, thank you very much. But also your head. With, six, six, with six points left, it was your skull. It was your everything. Let's just say it, you got literally worked over. 18 perception? Oh, my everything bagel. With him being so far away, you you know he's being chased by giants. 
you glance over in his direction to basically to gauge how far away he is, knowing that you guys need to flee. You don't see him get hit, but you do see the giants throwing rocks. So you know that he is potentially in trouble, but uh, because of the distance and through the trees, you don't actually see him get hit. I look to the bear buddy. What do you think? Should I go after him? What's Shadow? The Shadow nod? Shadow, I mean, I don't know if Shadow knows what's going on, though. Like, I don't think he perceives it right. or not. But, he uh, wouldn't, but I'm asking Shadow. I mean, would... I think Shadow's always going to say yes if you ask him something. So he's going to be like a single single. All right, I'm going to use my uh. mouth action to dash south to get closer to Travancore. Okay, what's your full movement? Uh, let me, the horse is what? It's 50, I think, normally? Uh, they can move 40 feet. So they're just they're just regular horses, not riding or war, right? They are, uh, because they are the black chargers, they, as far as their stats are concerned, they're considered regular riding horses. They okay. do have a little bit more training in them, which is why, say, Travancore could get injured and okay, the horse doesn't freak out. Right, I didn't know if because they were black chargers, they were a little bit slower than riding horses. And no, they're just not as fast as the the super fast greys. So, but they're gotcha. regular so, regular horses. Yeah, because like a riding horse is sixty, but I didn't know because these were beefy things. They because they're black chargers. If they were slower, that's why I was asking. No, they're forty feet, so kind right. of a standard yeah. horse. Yep. All right. Uh. So. All right. Uh. Can I see how bad he's looking from now that I'm this close to him? Uh, you can see that he looks super hurt. But right, at this yeah, point, th- you've now moved and you've dashed and you've done a perception check. So yeah, no, you- I know the perception was my action, and then my mount has actually action the dashing. Dash. The dashing was your action. I kind of let your perception be free to bonus action ish. But so at this is, point, is that, a, is that a Lauren rule? Just so I know for the future. Uh, yeah, because okay. um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a Lauren rule or a roll. Yeah, for me, I I tend to take into... I'll let you know if I'm making it be an action or a bonus action. Otherwise, gotcha. I tend to make it be free because you're you're allowed to kind of keep an eye out for stuff. Right. So, no, I didn't know if the mount dashing was a Lauren rule as my action because that's not raw. So I just want to know for future reference. Yeah, so because you are controlling the mount and because you get a basically a bonus to movement when you're not raging by being on the mount, you get to move a full 80 feet by moving and dashing you i will still say you have a bonus action if you'd like to do anything on your bonus action i will let the perception check be free that you did before i have no bonus action carlton rushes towards his friend looking to help and then we are back to a bunch of the giants okay how many are left uh all of them well all the ones that started this some of them just are Hold on a moment. I need to roll some things. Really? All right. The three of this northernmost group, the three that had kind of stopped and been most hurt by Jonathan's fireball and had taken the brunt of the damage and and stopped to reconsider their options, those three, as they see more fire come out of the forest and watch their comrade who'd continue to move forward get further injured uh decide screw this giant and they start to flee yes all three of them use their full movement to go north and uh you can easily see that any anger that was in their countenance has turned to fear the one that had continued to charge forward that jonathan had attacked seems to be made of sterner stuff And despite the fact that he looks super hurt, 
is going to continue to charge forward. Let's see. Does he notice Bernie? No. They're not uh, wise, we've learned. But let's see how attentive they are. He actually stops right at the spikes. And Bernie, you notice, he stops right there, not because he notices the spikes. His eyes are locked on you. How fun. He reaches into the ground. And he uproots a rock. And he's going to try to throw a rock at you. I'm excited. Can I dodge? Is there is there like a Bernie rolls a dodge? Uh, so not your AC. Okay. And that would that's be a 25 dodge. versus AC. Well, that's going to hit, friends. I don't know yeah. what to say. I'm going to die. Join the club. I mean, I can heal myself, actually. So you're going to die, but I'm not. So that's 17 bludgeoning damage. Oh, well, uh, I'm not dead yet, but this fucker is going to be. He he actually, while he sees you, you are very small, and he only manages a glancing blow, and that ends their turn. It is Bucks's turn. I'm assuming he's going to continue to ride the Travancore. Uh, yep. All right. He is going to okay. continue, and he's going to aid him in his next check. Perfect. Which hopefully will be hiding or or something else. Okay. And then it is the other group of giants' turn. These three that are up front have been commanded to flee. And so they are going to now use all of their movement to flee in the opposite direction of the person who commanded them. Yeah, so essentially they move 80 feet in the opposite direction. I'm going to put them here for the moment, but they are technically off the board as they just turn and run. The one... As they run past this guy, okay, the one that was reconsidering his options watches his comrades flee past him, and you see, like, disgust on his face, and he is going to charge forward his full movement. And he's not going to be able to do anything else, but he seemed to be disgusted by the fleeing comrades that ran past him. And Bernie, it is now your turn. Bernie's upset. Bernie's mad. Bernie's real pissed off. She's going to cast spiritual weapon and hit the guy that hit her. Okay. Let me grab. I'm assuming you're placing the spiritual weapon near the guy. Make it a dragon claw. Make it a dragon claw. It's going to make it a rock. No, make it a dragon claw. This is your Uh, claws. Okay. She makes it a dragon claw. All right. Keep up the bit. Commit to the bit. Method acting. You use wisdom as your spellcasting modifier, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a uh, wisdom check for me right now. Okay. Well, now I've got to get all the shit. Let me flip my notebook over. What if I'm just really dumb right now? Like, that's always a possibility. Like, I can always fail this. You you could, but- I mean, I got a know. nine. So yeah, Bernie's not that smart today. Bernie's a little- Bernie's just been hit in the head with a rock. So she's not going to do super hot on that wisdom check. At nine total or is nine what you rolled? Nine total. Okay, you create the dragon claw. The spiritual weapon usually appears in this kind of whitish blue light. And you try to make it appear red because you've been impersonating a red dragon. But hey, head wound. And so it still kind of appears as this bluish white. But you do make a dragon claw next to this giant. Where exactly would you like to put it? Let's see. Close enough to swipe him, but on the south side. Okay. Dragon Claw in blue and white appears. Go ahead and roll your attack. 20. Not natural, but 20. But yes, absolutely. Go ahead and roll damage. Nine damage. All right. 
This claw rakes across the side of the giant, causes big gaping wounds. I believe as a bonus action, you can now move it and either attack a different target and attack a different target. Yeah, see that giant that's within range? That went down south? south? Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I'm pissed. All right. Magical dragon claw floats across the darkness and slashes at the other giant. For 26. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Absolutely. Definitely going to hit. And that's going to do 10 damage. And then Bernie is going to get the fuck out of dodge. All right. What's Cocosnoot's full movement? 40. So you just back up 40 feet. 40 feet far, yeah. Yep. Far away from these guys as you can get, absolutely. All right. The one t- that the one that hit you with the rock is looking super hurt. The other one is, is still looking angry, uh, not terribly hurt. And as you end your turn, Travancore, it is now yours. You can see as you are hard riding north to try to get with your friends... You can see Carlton on his horse, hard riding towards you. Okay, so the map's accurate, right? The guys are due to the east of me right now? Um, they're actually- Or is it more like that, diagonal? They're that distance to the south of you. They're, south, okay, so they're, they're south of me. They've basically right. been following you because they are too dumb to cut you off at the pass. Sorry, so I'm going to make a mark right here. Or not as close as I can to them as possible, Like, but like I would say maybe 10 feet away from them, right? I'm going to cast Spike Growth in that spot. Okay. So once they go through, they'll be taking all kinds of damage. And I want to see if there's an option for me to proceed in like a... I I still want to go top speed because I figure if they pass through that and they... If they pass through that, they're going to take damage. And everything we've seen so far is that when these guys get hurt, they slow down. At least some of them get take pause. So if, if two of them disengage or slow down or stop, at least then I'm only taking chance of one throwing a boulder at me at disadvantage so well so spike growth uh what exactly does it do so uh, you put it basically right in front of their path well yeah whatever is between me and them but that's close to them like then possible the ground within a 20 feet radius centered in a point within range twist and shouts heart twist and sprouts Shake it up, baby. Hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. So if they're still chasing me, they're taking damage for every 5 feet they go, and they can travel quite a bit. Transformation on the ground is camouflage, look natural. Any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast must take a wisdom perception check against your spell save DC to recognize the terrain is hazardous before entering it. So they're just about to enter it if they're still chasing me. So basically, if they were to go straight through it, it is 20 feet of movement and it's difficult terrain. Okay, that is all good to know. So that's your action. Uh, yeah. For your movement, you could basically uh, do the full horse movement, which would be 40 feet. I got 40 feet of movement. I think I have up to... Th- with, on the horse, I have 40 feet of movement. My plan, my cunning plan <laughs> is to... is to. I think if I dismount, I'd lose, I'd lose half my movement, right? Yes. But the horse continues to move, right? After I dismount. If you would like it to, yes. I'll say that you could basically dismount and give it a slap on the bum. You won't so, be in in control of its movement anymore at that point, though. That's fine. Um, so my cunning plan is to ride an additional 10 feet, dismount from the horse, and then whatever movement I have left, I want to stealth it. Like, just do it something where I can go and hide somewhere. With the idea that I see Carlton, so I know he can come in and attack these guys, and they'll be beat up a little bit, anyone who comes through that, that path. Okay, um, what's your movement? Okay, Travancore's movement is 30 feet. 
So if I so do 10 15? and I dismount, that I lose half 15. So I got five feet to hide. You, I you, see you dismounting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm here to take hits for you while you run away. Um, Remember, I don't reward stupidity with life-saving. Travancore, uh, before you get off the horse, roll a perception check. Okay. 11. Look behind you to cast this uh, thorny bramble. And you know that the the thorny craziness that you've just created yeah it'll do damage but it actually doesn't do a ton of damage what it's really good at is it's difficult terrain to move through and you between knowing that these giants have been chasing you kind of since the beginning and taking a look at where they are before you cast this thing these giants don't look hurt at all and there are five of them and so you're I thought two broke off like there was i see three in the front and then two in the back yeah, the two in the back tried to... They're thinking twice about their actions, but they haven't completely broken off yet. So you you just have two that are further away. All right, no no reason to dismount, but if I ride, can I ride in a stealthy manner or no? You can, but your action would be to... I, I don't think... As a ranger, can you hide as a bonus action yet? Yeah, that's fine. Well, then, back to plan, back to plan C. Um, Just full speed ahead. Um, I'm going to try and get as behind Carlton, so he's in view. I don't know if I get close enough to him, but oh, I'm yeah, gonna you try and... practically If you move the, the full movement of the horse, the 40 feet, you basically get next to him. Okay, can I get next to him the other way, so that he the giants see him before they see me? Um, or do I not have enough movement for that? Not quite. You can get behind him. Like, you're kind of coming towards each other, um, so you can pull up next to him, or you can pull up in front of him. You don't quite have the movement to pull up to the other side of him. Alright, yeah, that's, that's fine then. Uh, that'll do it. And and for the future, as an action, you can hide, but it would be an action for you. Yeah, I, I wanted to do a spike growth. I didn't want to just, I wanted to take some damage because I know they haven't been touched even. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I figured that that way Carlton could do cleanup, in theory. Well, and- I'm not cleaning up. I'm just being a target. Yeah. Or Carlton tanking. Carlton can't take so that, on five know, giants by himself. So that, you're not, so that you're not taking giants on the full strength. All right. Well, and, and definitely, as you know, that spiky growth is going to slow them down tremendously. It is difficult terrain. To, as as Travancore implants this barrier in the way and then continues to book it towards Carlton. Jules, did you take an action? Yes, I did. I ran the fuck away. So she's you you um cast spiritual uh, spirit weapon, which is your action. Which no, that as, was her bonus action. No, so casting um, spiritual weapon is an action. She gets to attack when it's cast. No, it's a bonus then- action. No, I get to do a bonus action by doing it a second time. Yes, and then her movement was to move back. Spiritual weapon, casting time, one bonus action. You have an action. So what spiritual? So it is a bonus action to cast, and so technically what should have happened is it was a bonus action to cast, and then... Uh, when you cast a spell, you can make a melee spell attack and I hit the turn as a bonus. So essentially, um, on your first turn, when you cast it, it should make one attack. And then on subsequent rounds, you would get a bonus action to attack. With that in mind, what I gave you was actually more than what you would have gotten. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it as it is. That feels pretty even for me. Yeah. In the future, we will remember that it is a bonus action to cast spiritual weapon. Cool, cool, cool. <gasps> That's what makes Rules. it awesome. That's what makes Spiritual Weapon one of the best spells in the game, is that it's incredibly powerful for a for a bonus action. Well, and the fact that you can continue to... It's not a concentration. Is right. It, I don't think it's concentration. Nope, it's um, not. It just hangs out. All right. Travancore does his funness. Uh, what would Shadow like to do? Shadow is moving... Seeing Carlton move, is moving full speed like towards like Carlton. She's going to follow him. 
basically, because he knows that like there's a reason Carlton's moving. He suspects his 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 his, his shadow sense is tinkling, so he's going to use his full movement of forty feet to follow uh, Carlton. If he can move 40 feet, he can keep up with the horse. And so, yeah, you, Shadow, and Carlton and Bucks all kind of meet up in the middle of this part of the forest. Hey, Hi. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And it is the giants that are chasing you. It is their turn. Um, They get a wisdom, they get a perception check to see if they notice... The spiky growth. What's your DC? What's the DC on the spiky growth? Okay, DC is 14. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. Okay. One of them notices it. One of the giants further back seems to lose his nerve and turns and runs. Okay. So far, so good. The other one towards the back and... Yes. All right. The other one towards the back seems to decide to move forward and he's going to join his companions as he pushes up two of the other giants are going to continue to charge forward straight into your spiky growth so 2d4 for each five feet of movement yep i would like you to go ahead and roll 8d4 as these two are just going to charge through and then they're only going to be able to move 40 feet because it is in difficult terrain. Here we go. 23. You Half of those are rolled as fours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very lucky. You know, when it rains, it pours, so to speak. The one that decided to keep moving forward is going to keep moving forward. Okay, so that's as far as he can get. I need you to roll 4d4 for him as okay. he blunders into the spiky growth. Beyond Blunderdome. That's, oh, 10 damage. So it's ones and fours. <laughs> nice little... Average. And then this last one, you see him skid to a halt at the edge of your spiky growth. And he nopes the fuck out. All right. Two that just left. That's uh, progress. It seems like one of them finally uh, gave up and the other one saw the ground before him erupt into spikes and took another look at the fiery mess ahead of him and decided this wasn't worth it. Now, these two are not running north. They're running uh, east, kind of not directly back towards the mill, but kind of towards the water, basically away. Um, that is the end of their turn. Whew. Whew. The, yeah. Tell me about it. Jonathan, it's your turn. You see that there are two giants left at the door of your traps. All right. Let's, uh, let's dissuade these guys with my last scorching ray. Which one would you like to go after? Uh, which one looks the most hurt? Oh, the one to the north by far. That right, one has taken several yeah, fireballs. Shit up. Let's drop yeah. this guy. Let's drop this asshole. He's about to go into the traps. Sure, 15? we can let them do that. Uh, or 15 hits? Not. <laughs> uh, 18, I remember hitting. Yes. And big hit there. So that is 66. All right, three hits. Yeah, once again, these guys are not really wearing anything. They're not wearing armor. They're not Ooh. wearing clothing. <laughs> they're wearing Damn. <laughs> so... Uh, Peggy decides that this, this fucker needs to die, that, uh, I am Peggy. You, he is not a trust fund baby, so you can't trust him. And, <laughs> and he is going to, he's going to get almost 
nearly full damage on Scorching Rays. All right. You see this one that is that it stopped short of these spikes that had chucked this rock at Bernie and done all of this damage is reaching down into the ground to get another rock as he comes up these three scorching rays pound into his face and he drops the rock as he dies. Nice. And uh, right. you should you should make chomping noises like you're eating him. Chomp, 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 chomp. chomp Call chomp, back to chomp. 2011. Yep. All right. Anything else, Jonathan? Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to also start moving away. Uh, so I'm going to go back uh, 25 feet. Uh, directly away from these giants? Directly away, away. And Carlton, it's your turn. You're face to face with your friends. I was going to say, I'm imagining if I was going full speed at Travis Corn, he's going full speed at me. I can't like, I'm probably going to end up passing him a little bit, like turning around and be like, oh shit, there he went. Uh, so it kind of depends on what you decide to do in this moment. If you decide to stop and go with him, or if you decide to pass him, we'll, we'll I'm gonna RP. pass him about twenty feet, like in the sense of like, oh, hold on, horse, like to kind of slow the horse down and without like hurting him, like slow the momentum. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to chuck a javelin at the front guy there at disadvantage. Uh, ooh, twelve. Uh, uh, just misses. It's uh, you're trying to slow the horse and throw the javelin, and it sinks into the ground at the giant's feet. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. And then I'll basically end up right back where I was. All right. So the one with the spiritual weapon. Uh, I got to do two different checks. Give me a second. He just watched his buddy die horribly. Yeah. <laughs> does Peggy? Which, does Peggy mention the dying of his friend? So you get the sense that the death of his clanmate has just made him angry at the dragon. Um, fortunately, as he is charging towards the direction that he thinks he saw movement, and you're not sure if he knows what he's charging towards, he blunders right into a giant hole. Do we hear giant ACLs and knees cracking and ligaments just going snap? Because that'd be pretty amazing. This is the larger one that Travancore had his inspired natural 20 when he was digging. And so he uh, actually is stopped as he kind of ends up up to his waist in the ground. And he is going to take some damage. Uh, he's going to take seven bludgeoning damage. And basically, he essentially falls prone. He, But he's in, in this, this very large hole, something that you never knew someone could dig in that amount of time seven and he's in there and he's like what the fuck man where'd this hole come from and then he needs to decide all right he's going to use the rest of his movement to climb out um and so he gets out of the hole and that's basically all he can do this round but he did fall in the hole and take some damage bucks it is your turn bucks is gonna continue continue to aid all right or to help and now it is... Oh, these are the guys that are either all dead or are have fled. Dead or fled. Fled, dead. These guys can go away. All right, Bernie, it is your turn. Uh, the spiritual weapon is... I mean, I'm just, I don't want to burn a spell slot because I'm feeling a lot of healing is going to have to happen. Like on me. I guess on me. How much health do I have? Oh, yes. I need to heal myself. What is one of the spells I can use to heal myself? I mean, I'm just gonna hit cure wounds. I'm gonna cure wounds on myself. Okay. I gotta cure those fucking wounds 
Um, and what's great is it's touch, so I just, like, lick a finger and tap my nose. <laughs> when you think about cure wounds, you touch yourself? No. No. No? You, do you want to no. say anything as the, as the dragon try and scare this fucker off? He's I taking mean, a lot of damage and he's getting clawed. He's in a hole. I was just gonna, like... He's actually out of the hole. He used the... He used the rest of his movement to get out of it. So we're GTFOing. We're we're the bl- the bit is blown. The bit is blown, man. Um, and I and here we go. I'm gonna take back 15 of the health I lost. Thank nice. God, which puts me back up in a range that I'm not gonna just accidentally die. Don't know where my pen is. Um, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to attack this fucker. You remove the spiritual weapon up and attack? Yes. All right. Does a 21 hit? Oh, yes. And 10 damage. Is he dead? No. But as he climbs out of this hole, you can see that he is looking pretty shaky. And as your magic claw rakes his back, the gashes that they leave open are starting to leave big red drops of blood all over the place. And he is looking super hurt. But he is still... Looking also furious and is... Oh, also I'm going to move. I'm going to run my... So how many... What would you like to 40 move? 40 feet as far away as I can get from this guy. Okay. You basically get to... You're outside of the realm of the map, essentially. But yeah. Yes. Move 40 Bye. feet. Bye. Bye. All Bye, right. Felipe. Peace out. Travancore. It's you your turn. See you later. You see that your uh, thorny mass has had some some good effect. Some of the giants have actually fled. A bunch of them have gotten caught and tangled in it and have slowed down enough that they haven't caught up to you yet. What would you like to do? Okay, I'm going to continue to sort of move at top speed with this horse um, towards my colleagues, like due north. I, I probably noticed the giant who, who's super bloodied and climbed, just climbed out of that pit. Are you moving? Are you doing a, a movement and a dash, or are you just doing your movement? Uh, so if I do a dash, that's what eighty feet. Yeah, you basically double your movement. Are you going to move eighty feet? That's. I got to figure out what my character would do, like whether he notices this guy, um, sees him well, knocking on, on the door. So you're definitely doing your movement. No, 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 no. Uh, give me a perception check. Because you're not actually moving straight north. If you're heading towards your friends, yeah, you're kind of going angled. So give me a perception check. 19. Uh, Yeah, you don't know exactly what has befallen this giant. You do see the glowing spiritual weapon of Clawness. But yeah, he is not looking good. All right. I think I'm going to try and shoot an arrow at this guy. I do have uh, his greater favorite enemy, so I should have some sort of bonus to damage on that one. Detective Travancore investigates his sheet. <laughs> Detective Travancore figures out what his bonuses are. All right, so greater favorite enemy. Uh, bonus da- damage rolls includes all your favorite increases to plus four. Fifteen will hit. Oh yes. Go Wonderful. Ahead and roll damage. Oh, I gambled and I won. Okay, so regular damage plus the plus four bonus, so plus eight. That's going to do eleven damage. Yeah, it sinks into his belly, and he doubles over a little bit, grabbing it as he continues to kind of froth at the mouth, and he is looking massively hurt. Uh, okay. Uh, Travancore's done. All right, and what would Shadow like to do? Shadow is going to follow Travancore, not surprisingly. And I guess it's all the attacks that the giant can do is range out... Giant could get within range of that. He's going to ready a bite just in case this giant decides to pursue. Sure. 
but I think you either Jonathan or Bernie have a turn before um before this guy does. So I think we should be okay, but it's just more of a precaution. Okay. And that'll do it. Awesome. The three that have been chasing you, two of them are going to continue to move their full movement, which... Uh, Carlton, you've got two giants who are super close to you. They are not surprised when they see you as far as like, oh, there's someone there. But it's it's almost as though it's, a, it's more of a curiosity. Like, you're not the person we're chasing and you're not the dragon. Like, it's it's weird, but they've used their full uh, movement and action to get there, so they can't do anything. The other one is still stuck in the brambles over here. Uh, so he's going to continue to try to get out. Um, it was 20 feet, so I need, Travancore, I need you to roll to four more D4 as he's going to move through the brambles. Six. He's only going to get to there. He's going to take some more damage. And they are done. Jonathan, it is your turn again. You see the one giant is massively hurt. And now you are starting to hear the crash of other giants coming from the south. All right. Let's see if we can finish this guy off. Uh, Let's see. Magic. Okay. Oh, tons of range. Okay. I move my movement back. And uh, I'm still less than 120 feet away from this guy. So he's going to get a firebolt. And okay. Jonathan at the muscular does his best Peggy the Skylar dragon impressions. Like, you fucked up, son. You best like run it. away. <laughs> Asshole. Wait, wait, is Jules talking now? I know. It's uncanny. <laughs> it's perfect. It's All spot right. on, man. Go ahead and roll an attack. Uh, 15. Oh, yes. That hits. Firebolt your damage. 17. <sighs> All right. This guy is still standing, but he is like, you actually watch the arrow that Travancore had planted into his stomach go up in a bolt of fire as you just nail him right in his chest. Uh, but these meat bags are not going down. And this guy, while he looks like a stiff wind could blow him over, he's also big. So you I launch also a firebolt him. at him. I taunted him. And you him. taunted him. And you backed up. way up. Yeah, I backed and... my horse's movement. Or yep. my movement or whatever. I'm kind of keeping a mental track of that now since you're technically off the board. Carlton, there are two giants who are giving you curious looks. <laughs> are you challenging him to a dance contest, bro? I, I feel it's like time for a dance off. Uh, so I'm going to dance off uh, with the dash action back toward the party because we're FOing. Yeah. That was the plan. Yep. All right. And so I just need to be there to hit, take hits. Actually, I'll be uh, one or one square south of Shadow. I won't go the full move. Oh, uh, I mean, because that's, I, you still have, I mean, that's action. barely your movement at that point. Would you like to do something else? Because uh, I need to be there to take those hits for Travancore. You are no longer raging, by the way. Oh, I know. Okay. I will disadvantage uh, Javelin, uh, the guy who's going to fall into the hole. If he's about to die, let me use my spiritual weapon because I can just kill him okay, with that. You're right there. Okay. Probably injure something else. All right, in that case, before I ran, I'll just throw a javelin at normal. Sure. We'll say the one on 17. the left. Oh, yes. 17 hits. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus. Six damage. All right. And then as a bonus action, I rage. <laughs> okay. You are raging. Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way. I'm <laughs> oh, well, super. Pardon me. <laughs> Rawr. I was very angry about that. I was. I was very displeased at the outcome of how powerful Ex that throw was. Excuse me, sir. Pleased. Excuse me, sir. Roar. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, and Columbo being, oh, one more thing. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way. <laughs> but, he, but he does that with a pinky up. It's it's very distinctive. Yes. Come for Dungeons oh, yes, and Dragons. Yes, yes. Stay for the Columbo jokes. Oh, yes. Prepare to die. <laughs> this super hurt giant next to the giant hole near the spiritual weapon of Clawness uh, continues to be frothy mouth angry. He will use his full movement to move towards uh, Jonathan because that's where the fire came from, but he is not going to come anywhere close to you. You moved your full movement back, even with his full movement. He's he's basically 80 feet towards you. So you all see this giant lumbering in the direction of Jonathan, but that's, that's basically all he does is run towards you. Bucks is going to just continue to cling to Travancore. Uh, is Bucks close enough to fly to me? Uh, yeah, he's got like 120 feet of movement. Yeah, at this point, I'll say yes. He's gonna, he's gonna fly to me and we reestablish communication. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, we were running. And then I was on his head and then we, we shot a guy. We shot a guy. I'm like, good job, buddy. (laughs) But I did not shoot the deputy. I'm like, good job, buddy. All right, Bernie, as it is your turn, you hear Jonathan uh, very happily conversing as Bucks swoops on over. Bernie, what would you like to do? Um, Bernie's going to use her spiritual weapon and, and whack this thing. Sure. 21. Woo. Oh, yes. Nine points of damage. Ugh. I hope nine points of damage is equivalent to a stiff breeze. It's lumbering. Kind of in your direction. I mean, it's it's mostly heading towards Jonathan, but the two of you and Bucks have met up essentially and are fleeing. And it's it's running and running, and and foam and spittle are coming out of the sides of its mouth, and blood is pouring down its sides. And your spiritual weapon catches up with it and rakes down the back of its legs one more time, and it stumbles and falls over, and it doesn't get back up. Yay! And Bernie goes, "You fucked up, kid." <laughs> All right. Now we have how many giants left? Uh, As far as you can see, there are two that are still... uh, There's three that are still kind of chasing from the south. Two that are within rock-throwing distance of Carlton. One which is kind of lagged behind. Every... Everything else, you can kind of hear off in the distance running giants, and you can see a couple of dead ones, but that's about it. Okay. Bernie's gonna keep fleeing. Yeah, she's just fleeing. She's getting the fuck sure. out. We can kite these guys. So I'm like, I'm uh, I hear, hey, Travancore, we can kite these fuckers, right? Because we can move and shoot faster than they can move. Uh, Travancore. <laughs> you know what? You don't even have to roll for this. They're your greater. They're one of your favorite enemies. You know, especially having spent a lot of time in the last minute or couple of minutes running from these giants that. As long as you keep doing nothing but running, you can keep ahead of them. But if you stop to shoot at them and they keep running, they will catch up with you very quickly. Conversely, if they stop to throw rocks at you and you keep running, you can get away from them. So essentially at this point, it's who's stopping first. But you know for a fact that if you were to... What's on second? (laughs) uh, I don't know who's on third. Uh, You know for a fact between having all this experience running from them and from them being your your greater favorite enemy, if you decide to be the one to stop an attack and then keep moving, they could conceivably catch up with well, you let's incredibly do this. quickly. Let's let's see if they do stop and shoot, we'll stop and shoot because they'll they'll still be on our range. 
So we only stop to shoot if they do. And then we try and kite them so we do damage as we're running away. And maybe we drop these fools. Maybe. Travancore, it's totally up to you. What would you like to do? My original plan was just to get out of dodge. But knowing Jonathan as well as I do, and I know he communicates a lot with his face, and, 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 and Travancore can read this on his face. So what he's going to do, I think he's going to do, he has one more like level 2 spell slot left, so I think he's going to cast uh, Spike Growth again in front of these guys so they take a buttload of damage, so maybe they think twice about going out there. So basically Remember, right in front of them this time. you have sure. six health. Oh, I know, I'm almost dead. This is a hell of a gamble. Um, yes, it is. Bernie does not reward stupidity. But yeah, she should reward bravery, which is exactly right. what we're doing. We're going to kick these guys' ass. Which is the same thing in some situations. Look, if you're not well, healing, then what the hell? Come on. Once right. again, okay, wait, wait, wait. Travancore, you go yeah. ahead and, and cast uh, your spiky growth again right yeah. in front of them. You know for a fact that if they blunder they'll, they'll into slow, it, it, they'll slow, they'll down, slow them down quite too. a bit. Yeah. And yes. with that, like, Travancore is going to use the full amount of his normal, uh, oh, actually, of Kutira's full movement, because he's on a horse, so he should have 40 feet of movement. You have 40 feet of movement, yep, and yeah. you're going to use that 40 so feet and catch up with your, you're not going to catch up, ca- but. I'm going to overpass him. I'm going to be like, best of luck, fellas. Got, I got you something. <laughs> they're, they're still, like, 40 more feet off the board, so essentially you're kind of, it's them, and then fo- you're 40 feet behind them, and okay. then these giants are now a significant distance behind you but you cast the spiky growth and gtfo what would you like shadow to do uh shadow is going to basically run like he's done everything they can like i think shadow knows that travancore is like super beat up like he can read it on him he's like shadow knows that he's like basically travancore's last chance that these giants get right up in his face so oh yeah it's running time all right it is these final three giants turn let's see if they notice your spiky growth the one on the left nope nope the one on the right uh, seventeen. Is that your DC? It, that path that'll that beats it. So okay, and the one in so, the back. Yeah. Okay, so two of them. All right, so the first one. Let's let's go with that guy. First one doesn't notice. So go ahead and it's it's two d four per five feet. So it's uh two first. So roll eight d four of damage as he is going to blunder through ten. Twenty three. Okay. Nice. Okay. He is going to blunder through, and then the other two, between a decent perception, as well as seeing this one just go through another spiky growth, uh, stop, and these two are going to take, well, this one will take the long way around, so he will actually walk around, well, run around this thing, so five. If you want to survive. Carlton, you see three giants. Get yes. around this spiky growth. All angry, bleeding. One of them seems, the one that actually blundered through the spiky growth seems fairly hurt. The other two are still just angry and only have a few wounds. And all three of them are grabbing rocks to go all after right. you. All right. So the one on the left, that's a 22. That'll hit. All right. So that is. You're raging, right? I am. Uh, that's 20 bludgeoning damage, so you'll take 10. Uh, the next one, uh, yeah, oh, yep. rolls a 19 to start, so he yep. will hit you. <laughs> Woo! Fuck you! Five. Ah, fuck you! 14. Those are two different that's, fuck yous. Uh, it's 19 bludgeoning damage, so you'll take nine. Four. Nine, yep. 
And then the last one. Oh, shit. Jesus. Oh, he crits. The oh. last one is smart enough and has a moment to just... He's the one that actually kind of... One of the ones that noticed you. And he's got a bead on you. And he rolls a natural 20. Okay, here we go. I don't think he can do 60-something damage, so we'll see. Don't, don't. Um, you have 36 why would you health. Say, why would you say something like that before I roll 6d10? Why? I'm going to drink. Ugh. I believe in the dice gods. I... Bless we'll see what it. happens. Eight. Fuck. Okay. Ten. Okay, you're good. Okay. Fourteen. I'm fine. So it's 38 bludgeoning damage. Good thing you take half damage, my friend. 19. 19, yep. Yeah. So all three of these rocks connect, and it is really only your your anger and rage that keep you on the horse. And the fact that this is a, a black charger that doesn't bolt at the fact that you just got wailed on by rocks that are almost as big as the horse is. Yep. Fortunately, with that, was the plan. that, they are done. So let me ask this, as we're at the top of the next round, before we go through initiative, are you guys at this point planning on just running? That was my plan. Second win. Jonathan the Magic Muscular is going to uh, run. Is going to ride at range, so at like a hundred feet from from them, and then blast the hurt guy with a firebolt. Okay, so basically, let me let me ask something more specific. Are any of you not moving and dashing? Uh, Jonathan the Magic Muscular will move and dash. Only if they do. If they stop to fire, he's going to stop and, and shoot them. Okay. But you're first in the initiative, so they already stopped and fired. I'm basically seeing if, if, if you guys were planning on at this point just booking it, then we'd kind of get out of initiative and I'd do one or two other things. But if you're planning on stopping and doing, if, if you're not planning on using your full movement, because as I said, Travancore would know this and you guys would probably figure this out. If you guys were to move and dash, if you use your full movement, at this point, you could stay away from them. And really, Carlton would be the only one still in danger of rocks. And if they decide to stop and throw rocks, you are pretty sure they'd probably only get one more round of attacks just on Carlton before you would all be out of range. That being said, and you would Kind of all know this from having this yeah, is like I mean, round five or six, I mean, so it's up to you. Carlton's already behind us, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna dash and second win. Yeah, but you don't know that. Yeah, so as long as Carlton is behind us, that'll be Jonathan the Magic Muscular's plan. Jonathan the Magic Muscular is gonna lay down covering fire for Carlton. Okay, then Jonathan, it is your turn. You are far enough away from these giants that you think that it would take a, a pretty good swing with a rock for them to get at you. What would you like to do? I will blast the hurt one with a firebolt. Okay. What's the range on the firebolt? Uh, 120 feet. Yeah, it's still within your range. Go ahead and roll an attack. That's 16. It's almost That'll a 20. Hit. I was really disappointed that it wasn't a 20. <laughs> oh, that was almost 19 damage. Uh, 15 damage. Okay. After torpedoes, fire! Carlton, it is your turn. Pew, pew. You watch as, as the, the one that's super hurt gets a couple more firebolts in it. I'm still thinking that the plan is to FO, so I'm going to bonus action second wind to get six hit points back. Okay. And then I'm dashing. And you're dashing and you're using your full movement? Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out. Okay. That was the plan. Was I was just here to take those hits for Travancore. Sure. I've taken them. They have been took. 
They shall no longer be, be taken. I shall take no more forever. <laughs> I All cannot right. afford to take any more. Would you like Bucks to do anything else other than come with you, Jonathan? No, Bucks is gonna uh Bucks is gonna come with us. Okay. Bernie, would you like to do anything other than just move? No, Bernie's running. Bernie's running. Bernie's getting the fuck out. She's she's GTFO. Travancore and Shadow, are you doing anything else other than running? Dash. Both of us All right. dash. Okay. So as Carlton gets to the edge of their range, these three giants move up as much as they can and are going to take three more pot shots at the one thing that they can. Even with 80 feet of movement, they can still... Oh, wait. They, they have, have 40 their, feet range. of movement. Duh. Yeah. And so they'll, they'll be attacking you with disadvantage because you'll be outside of their initial range. Um, yeah. All right. I was like, I forgot that it's a rock is a ranged attack for some reason, like that they've been doing the entire game. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a range of, of 60 and 240. Yeah. But their intelligence is such that uh, that distance, never mind. So they will get one more attack on you with disadvantage. The first one, uh, that's not going to hit. The second one, that's not going to hit. The third one... Ooh. Ooh, that's going to mm, hit. 18. Uh, 14 that's a 22. Time. That will uh. hit... Yep, but I'm still raging. The, the the one that seems to be a little smarter than the rest of them, that was smart enough to go around the spiky traps, that seems to that hit you with the critical the last time, it's the only one that hits. Uh, so... Stop it. Stop it. Stop rolling. All right, All right that's not bad. So it's 21 bludgeoning damage, so you'll take 10. Okay. Good thing I second-winded, but I'll be out of range next, next round, so... One of them at this point, one of the ones that had been chasing you guys, seems to lose steam. And at this point, he starts to fall back. As he throws this rock, you see him then... And he puts his hands on his knees and he seems to be content to just heave as these three have been chasing Travancore for quite a while and they're tired. So the one seems to be content to just uh, catch his breath. Are you guys going to just continue to run? That's my plan. Fuck off. Running. Yeah. R-U-N-D-O-F-F. All right. The other two quickly lose sight of you. Um, You do hear the thump, thump, as a couple more rocks come after, uh, kind of in the direction of where Carlton is, is running after the rest of you, but they're way off as these, these giants have quickly lost sight of you. And how long would you guys continue to run? To Red Larch? <laughs> no, Red March is haunted. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's eight hours. Away. We don't want to yeah. come it's back an haunted. Hour ride. Uh, no. Let's let's just find a place in the woods and and then Hot like pocket house. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, yeah, and I have a skill where I can actually track them more easily because of my favorite enemy. So I would have a pretty good idea when they're nowhere near us. Let's see. When tracking other features, you need an exact number, their sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. Let's see, or whether it be a hunter's mark kind of thing. No, that's just part of your your ability as a ranger. It is it is kind of a tracking thing. So if you were to put down the pocket house and then go into it, when you come out, you would very easily be able to see all of that information if they'd been around. It wouldn't okay. necessarily alert you in the pocket house. So it's, the hunter's mark is a little bit different, but this is just a good thing you can do. But I would want to do that before even to the pocket house down to make sure that they're nowhere near us. Okay. Well, how how long would you guys like to continue to flee? Let's um, see. I don't know. Hour, maybe? Sure. I think the horses can sprint for that long without getting exhausted. 
We'll give him some sugar tonight. A couple cubes. Also yeah. food. Okay. Oh, yes. Also food. I bet as a reward. Oh, something, yeah. You know. Hour, two hours is plenty. Sure. I'm going to do my horse eating impression. Okay. I'd like you all to roll perception checks as you dash through the forest. Spot on. <laughs> just the four of you. Uh, or actually, okay. yeah, just the four of you on mounts at this moment. Right. All right. Okay. Perception. Yeah. All right. That's a 22. Oh, I also 22 have a for 22. Carlton. 22 for Travancore. Jonathan? Uh, that is a six. And Bernie? 15. Okay. Um, as you continue your mad dash through the forest, not quite sure how far back any of these giants might be, if they're tracking you. Jonathan, you are looking back a little too often, but fortunately, the rest of your party is keeping an eye out in front of you, and they're able to kind of nudge your horse to the side before it slams into some branches that would knock you off, and you continue to make this mad dash. Eventually, after about an hour, you're pretty sure that Either you've lost them, or you're far enough away that they are no longer chasing after you actively, and you slow your horses. They are breathing heavily and steaming, and probably if you go too much further, they're they're gonna start to get exhausted. But fortunately, these chargers do tend to have a lot of stamina, and you are now kind of... If it wasn't for Travancore, you guys would be lost a bit in the woods. But Travancore, you, I, I think you always know where you are. Yep. It's a thing that I have. That's a thing that you do. So as you all kind of come to a, a trot and then a halt, the rest of you are clueless. Like you've been basically just booking it west and you're really unsure exactly where you are. But Travancore, you you know, um, you'd been almost subconsciously going northwest, and so you, you have a pretty good idea of exactly where you are. Yeah, as long as those giants weren't using magic, we can't get lost. You don't know if they're using magic, but <laughs> you have a pretty good idea considering Probably they're your not. favorite enemy. No, yeah. with their intelligence, that would be weird. That would what be would really you like weird. to do? Oh my god, what if one of them was a sorcerer uh, giant? <laughs> It'd be the worst sorcerer ever. Duh. Oh, it'd be kind of cute. I'm ready. Like I'm not magic ready. Just cast fireball on himself. Fireball <laughs> turns into a giant hill giant sized potted. Plant. Oh my god, fervor, fervor, fervor. I'm a fern. All right, what would you guys like to do as you come to a halt in the forest? Hide and rest. Apparently, yeah. Hide and rest. Pop the pocket house, right? Yeah. Uh. So as we're putting down the pocket house and and popping in, how many? giants did we cause to flee we killed two before before i answer that question so who's got the black nut and where are you activating the the teleportation circle i believe travancore has actually it i think we're gonna do it think, what he says bernie i has think it. bernie has it actually yeah bernie has bernie it. Yeah. i got it okay where would you like to put the pocket house down the 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 teleportation circle, I should. Travancore, find us a little gulch or a like a little cave or something where it can go unnoticed, and then we can like cover it up with like I don't know leaves and sticks and shit. Yeah. I'd like to percept for a spot of maximum safety for okay. leaves and sticks and shit. Roll a survival check. Survival. Um, so Bucks is gonna help by oh, actually, I have a by flying overhead and and helping me to relay like some of the lay of the land. Okay. So I got to advantage it. But he's going to help he if that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Go ahead and roll well, just your as well that you helped. Oh man. Damn. Okay, so the so the roll that counts is a 20 not natural. 
Okay. The woods here are, as I said, the, the trees are spotty. It is very dark. It is well past sundown at this point between the fighting and the the dragon and the fleeing for an hour. It is It is very close to midnight. Fortunately, between your abilities, Travancore, in the woods and your dark vision and Bux's natural perception in the woods, you cast about for a little bit and you do find a place where there's a couple of trees close by and several bushes. And you're pretty sure that you could put the teleportation circle down here and it would at least be semi-hidden. There's really no place in this general vicinity that's going to be completely hidden from view, but it would be more difficult to find the thing. I don't mind doing it here unless you guys want to go out of our way to try to find a cave, which we may or may not find. I'm sleepy. Bernie's tired. Make the Modrons guard us. I need to tend to my wounds. All right, so you're going to put the po- the pocket house down there. And so you take the, the 10 minutes and activate the teleportation circle. Are you bringing the horses inside? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. I think at this point, our first floor is going to become a stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, peanut butter. It takes a few minutes. Someone roll me an animal handling check. Uh, Jonathan's I think I got this because he's proficient it. at it. I am too, I'm actually. Awesome. Give me, give me Bernie's one. Not. Who's gonna go first with their horse? Jonathan goes in with Bojack horse horse. Okay, give and me an animal handling. Gets check. a. I want to say this is a nineteen. Oh, yep, did you 19. want to send an after action report to Laros before we go into the pocket house? Nope, no, no can do. <laughs> okay, got it. Not today. <laughs> not, not today, today and morning. not tomorrow. If we're gonna go mop up giants, right. Jonathan, you walk onto the teleportation circle and take a hold of your horse and calm him down a little bit. These are these are stalwart horses who have managed to keep their calm through all You're of these be attacks. A good horse. But this such isn't a good horse. quite the same. This is a, a little weird. You're such a good and horse. And through horse. a series of calming words yes. and offering it a little bit of food hey, want, and the fact that it's a, it's a little tired, you. Um, are able to convince it to step onto the circle, and after a moment or two, you and the horse transport on over uh, to the pocket house. That's and the the horse does follow you down the the stone path, and it, it takes a little bit of work, but you do manage to get the horse in the house. The Madrins are super excited, and once again, it it takes some of your animal handling skills to keep the horse calm because once again used to fight trained in warfare not trained with small mechanical beasts that smell weird but you manage to keep the horse calm and you now have a horse in your living room who Good wants horse. to go next i will i'll go okay you can go thank Travancore. you you and Shadow. <laughs> oh, God, of course. Um, so that is the 25, but I critted on that one. So everybody drink. D- Travancore is pretty much unable to do anything except roll 20s. Travancore, you're um, so confident in your abilities that you actually take your horse and, and uh, Bernie's horse. Exactly. And peanut butter, knowing that Bernie is just going to ride Coco Snoot. You take the two of them and you're able to not only through your natural ability to communicate with animals in general, but also just specifically with beasts, you're able to get these two horses into the house. No issues. Hmm. 
Bernie, you and Coco Snoot trot on up without a problem, obviously. Uh, Carlton, you and your horse need an animal handling check. Well, Jack or Travis Horse stole, stole all the good rolls and had to go big and take two, and I got a nine because he took all the dice pool mana. Okay. Kind of a big deal. Um, you get the horse, your horse onto the teleportation circle. It's fidgety, but it follows you. You teleport, and when you appear on the, the platform in your little, in your dimension, it startles. And while it doesn't bolt, it refuses to move off the teleportation platform. And so you try to go it, so you're in your, your dimension, but as you try to pull forward, uh, down the path towards the house, it locks and it will not move. Um, do I notice if any of the vegetables have sprouted yet? None of them have. It's been okay. at like a day. I don't know how growing works in a pocket dimension. True. But if it, if <laughs> you have a sense that time probably works in the same way in the pocket dimension as it does, since you've gone back and forth a bunch of time. So you're pretty sure that time works in the same way. It's been about a day. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will try to calm it down with another animal handling, and if that doesn't work, I will just pull it. Uh, I will contest its strength. So, uh, you can give me another animal handling, but what are you actually going to do with this horse? Give me some description. So I kind of go up to it, and I kind of gently stroke its nose, like, it's okay, buddy. And I, I, like, gesture to the front where, like, they're all going in. I'm like, there's your buddies, your friends ahead of you. It's okay. I know it's strange. This is not, this is the first time you're here, but you're going to have to get used to this. Just trust me. Uh, you've you've helped me. Now let me help you. It's the safest thing for you. And I'm gently like stroking his nose while doing this, like whispering into his ear, giving him scratchies, pulling out a sugar cube that I magically had in a pocket. <gasps> All right. Go ahead and roll an animal handling check. 18. Okay. It takes about 10 minutes of gentle coercion and and magical sugar cubes. Uh, it's not actually a sugar cube. You have sugar from uh, a while ago when you looted you looted somewhere where you have sugar and you just for fun got yourself a pocket full of sugar because you thought it'd be awesome now that you've pants it is so you actually don't have like a sugar cube what you pull out of your pocket is just a handful of sugar and lint the horse doesn't seem to care it's sugar it's pocket sugar yeah so it takes about like pocket sand but sugar it takes about 10 minutes but you finally calm your horse enough to um lead it to its uh legs release finally and while it is still wary you manage to lead it into the house where at this point the modrons have been calmed a little bit and don't react with such fervor that your horse is startled um so it's a little tight in your living room with four horses a bear a dog four beings three modrons an owl and a partridge in a pear tree but you kind of barely fit what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to kind of go up to... Uh, do I think that the Modrons and the horses are going to get along enough that I can ask the Modron to tend to the horse? Um, now, can I insight that? I'll let you do an insight into either the Modrons or the horse. So who are you trying to insight for what? I will, I will try to insight my horse to see if he would be okay with letting a Modron close to it. All right, go ahead and give me an insight check. 16. So now that it's calm, and fortunately, as you've entered when the Modrons are not hyperactively excited, the the horse seems to be okay. It's wary, it's nervous, but it doesn't seem to be 
upset and you think that it might be interesting. It might take a little bit of, of encouragement. You don't think the horse is going to buck at the sight of a, a the Modern trying to help it. You don't know what the Modrons will do, but... I look at Alistair Duke. I go, Alistair, Piddlesmick, Felix, look at me. Look, look at me. Look at me. Okay. Now, very carefully and gently, and no sudden movements, I know you. these are new for you. These are new creatures. You want to, like, play with them. But I need you to do this for me. And I, t- like, kind of explain, like, how to de-saddle, how to comb it, how to tend to the horse. And if you do this, the horse might be your friends. Do you want new friends? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think you can do this for me? And they all give... I take that as a yes. They all stand at attention at, at kind of their normal signal of, of we're going to follow your orders no matter what. And, yeah, over the next few minutes, they, um, as you show them gently, it's it's hard because these are huge horses and the modrons are kind of short so and the has got wings yeah but he's also <laughs> or in- alistair duke not piddle yeah he's also incredibly weak and so <laughs> you have to help unsaddle the horses but after that they seem to be able to take over the the basic needs of these horses you pull out the feed but uh you do have to help them with the unsaddling which takes just a couple minutes okay i kind of do that and then as soon as i'm done with the horse I go straight up to my bed and I do that like I'm exhausted flop onto it because <laughs> it's been a rough day. It has been. All right. Uh, and I'm assuming the rest of you are doing a similar thing. You're heading towards bed. I know, yes. Jonathan, you had a question about numbers of giants. Uh, yes. Okay. Roll a... Um, just roll me an intelligence check. 17. Okay. You think back through the entire encounter. Lots of it is obviously clear in your memory because you've got this this perfect memory, but you didn't see everything that was going on. You're 99% sure 17 of them you saw run away in fear. You are 75% sure about five or six more of them ran in various directions. You know you killed a couple. And there were at least a couple that were chasing after you guys. But you're unsure of the the 17 that fled that seemed to be not only convinced of a dragon in your in the midst, but also were afraid of it. You're hopeful that that means that they have just fled. The others that seem to take more convincing or have to take more damage or be dissuaded in a bunch of different ways that also fled you don't know how long they might have fled so you feel like a good chunk of them are gone but you're really unsure in a day or two how many might return all right we'll leave that discussion for tomorrow morning and uh and we'll we'll go from there okay As you all bed down for the evening, exhausted, but semi-triumphant. I mean, you just made uh, 32 giants believe that there was a dragon in their mists, made more than half of them flee in terror, and then survived what could have been the worst night of your lives. So you didn't get any experience the last game because we kind of rolled right into initiative. So I have two episodes worth of experience for you before we leave. First, from 
last episode, uh, Travancore gives you guys a nice bonus to your experience because, oh my god, you rolled like 620s between you <laughs> and Shadow. I think there was a moment in where both you and Shadow rolled on something and you both rolled natural 20s. I got so fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> The number of 20s. And then even this game, I think you rolled a couple of 20s. So with that in mind, with the epicness of the things that Bernie came up with to say to these giants, including being the Dread Pirate Roberts at one point, uh, with the fact that you were able to kill a couple of them, despite the fact that there were lots of them, and meatbags, and uh, craziness, and being attacked... And that you made more than half of these things flee, you get a grand total of fourteen thousand one hundred experience. Wow! One four one zero zero. That's three thousand five hundred twenty-five for each of us. As you fall asleep for the evening, feeling both the satisfaction that you you kind of succeeded, and also the worry about what might happen next. We'll see what happens next. The next time we get together. The next episode, whenever that will happen. I'm stopping too. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or www.libshark.com and see you next encounter.